Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You said that you were acting because you had come to the conclusion that the United States, through NATO, might initiate a, quote, surprise attack on our country. And to American ears, that sounds paranoid. Tell us why you believe the United States might strike Russia out of the blue. How did you conclude that? It's not that America, the United States, was going to launch a surprise strike on Russia. I didn't say that. Are we having a talk show or a serious conversation? So, uh, clearly, Tucker Carlson and uh, Vladimir Putin from the Kremlin, Mr. Carlson's interview with, uh, with Vladimir Putin, which has become a good talking point internationally, and it's available um, on X, and it's available on uh, Tucker Carlson's website, which is tuckercarlson.com. There have been lots of criticisms of the interview that uh, Mr. Carlson wasn't uh, affirmative enough with Putin and didn't ask enough questions, and Putin was uh, spinning like crazy. And I, uh, I looked at some of the reports that came out of uh, the interview. Mikhail Kordov, Khodorovsky, who's a former Russian, so I guess he's still a dissident. He was, he was imprisoned for challenging Putin. And he, uh, he had a very interesting series of uh, what he said was lies by uh, Putin when he was being interviewed by Tucker Carlson. But how was it received? How was that interview received in... Uh, in Kyiv. How was that interview received in Ukraine, which has been so massively and brutally assaulted by Russia, by uh, Putin? We just heard a new story today that in Kharkiv, overnight, massive missile attack on the infrastructure, civilian infrastructure, homes, apartment buildings, hospitals, all attacked by Putin, which who has that history? He did it in Syria. He uh, did it in Chechnya. Now he's doing it in Ukraine. Let's talk to our friend uh, Alexander Sherba, former Ukraine ambassador to Austria and member of the Ukraine diplomatic mission to the United States. He's the author of Ukraine versus Darkness, Undiplomatic Thoughts. Alexander, thank you for coming on. What were your initial thoughts when you found out that Putin had granted an interview to Tucker Carlson. Um, hello, Roy. Uh, I was extremely wor worried, uh, quite frankly, because uh, it's uh, the world's uh, biggest uh, criminal getting uh, the world's biggest platform uh, being interviewed by, quite frankly, I don't see Tucker as a journalist. Uh, he's, uh, he's a groupie of Putin. Um, and... Uh, Basically, uh, there was a big certainty that uh, at least a certain percentage of global mankind of the of mankind will see it. So it will be a possibility for um, uh, this criminal uh, to make his case to explain uh, the reasons uh, why he um, actually uh, killed uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of people, his and uh, Ukrainians. Uh, luckily, uh, all uh, dictators in the world are 
uh, vain and arrogant. And we saw that during this interview. And Putin uh, actually tried to do with uh, Tucker the same as what he does with uh, Russians. Uh, basically, um, you know, uh, seeing no uh, pushback and uh, lying. Uh, you started to thank you for picking out uh, this quote, this part of the interview. Um, Tucker says, uh, here's your quote, Mr. Pre Mr. President. Uh, I started this war because America was going to start a war against us, basically that. And Putin says, I never said that. And Tucker doesn't 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 really try to challenge it or push back or whatever. So this uh, interview that could be a chance of his life for Putin, he could start a global anti-Western movement, was squandered. It became a joke. It, it endless memes are going around on Twitter about that. So for me, right now, it's a big relief. Uh, how's it gone over in in Ukraine? Uh, what, what's your what's your ultimate assessment? I think you just gave us a, a good idea of what you're thinking. But add to that, please, uh, Alexander. And how is it being that interview being uh, disseminated in Ukraine and perhaps within, particularly in the Ukrainian government? Well, uh, Twitter is not uh, the biggest uh, medium here in Ukraine. We are more uh, Facebook nation here. Uh, within the government, uh, again, uh, the same uh, the same uh, perception as uh, mine here. So it it could be much much worse. And uh, actually, Putin showed uh, um, his true self and his true reasons that this whole war is not about NATO. It's about uh, bringing back what was Rus once Russian in 17th century. And he sounded like someone from 17th century. So in the government, quite frankly, maybe we underestimate uh, the um, this 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 interview. But uh, right now, uh, as I said, it's a relief in the public, in the media. Um, some say it was uh, just uh, we underestimated Tucker. In in reality, he set Putin up and uh, gave him the possibility to show his true self. Uh, but I think uh, we shouldn't overestimate Tucker either. He is a psychophant. Yeah, um, Mikhail Khodorkovsky, who, um, well, maybe you can describe him best to us. I said he was a dissident who had been imprisoned, uh, an opposition leader who had been imprisoned by by uh, Putin. But he put on uh, X or Twitter, 12 lies in 12 tweets. And he got the questions that Tucker asked him, Mr. Carlson asked him, and then uh, 12 direct lies by Putin. Who is Mikhail Khodorkovsky? Uh, Mikhail Khodorkovsky was once the richest man uh, in Russia, one of the most influ influential, and uh, he had a good shot of, you know, having his political career. And uh, he decided, uh, I, th I think he wasn't just like uh, to Putin's liking. He didn't, uh, Putin doesn't like people who have political chances around him. So he threw him into the jail and then released him after, you know, Magnitsky act, after all the outcry uh, in the Western media. So, and after Podorkovsky spent quite many years in the jail. So, yeah, uh, he uh, he did a great job with these 12 uh, 
uh, big lies uh, in uh, Putin's interview, but the biggest, of course, the biggest is uh, Putin saying that uh, it was Poland's fault that Hitler attacked in 1939. That's just, you know, when I heard that, uh, basically, but, but this makes absolutely, totally sense. Uh, Hitler, uh, the guy who uh, blames Ukraine for his war, is blaming Poland for his, uh, for, for Hitler's war. Uh, so um, just, you uh, know, and, and it, it's filled with this uh, pseudo-historical lies or half-truths. Uh, but most importantly, um, we saw that for Putin, it's about grabbing land. It's not about NATO. It's not about some threats that someone uh, was uh, threatening him. He is a... 18th, 17th century uh, politician uh, who uh, is trying to roll back the time. Yeah. Uh, just for our listeners' sake, if you go to my uh, Twitter feed at the Roy Green Show, at the Roy Green Show, you'll find the post by Kotarkovsky. Um, and I'm not going to go through the whole spelling of the name because you'll ask me to do it again. Yeah, so it's, but it is Kotakovsky underscore E-N, but you'll find it at, at the Roy Green Show, at the Roy Green Show and Mikhail Kotakovsky saying, 12 tweets, 12 lies by Vladimir Putin. What ultimately is going to be the effect of this? Uh, well, no, actually, let me back it up first of all. Putin dragged Canada into the interview as well, Alexander, because of the former Ukraine volunteer who joined the SS in World War II and was honored in Canada's parliament uh, just a few months ago. How, how should we, I mean, that's just opportunism by, uh, by Putin, isn't it? Of course. Putin is uh, trying to play this Nazi card. Of course, it was very unfortunate uh, that uh, this man who uh, fought uh, on the wrong side uh, of history was celebrated such a big time. I think it was... It was, of course, uh, uh, unfortunate, to say the least. <laughs> but coming from someone who just a couple of phrases later says, you know, Hitler uh, had every right to attack Poland because Poland uh, uh, overplayed uh, its hand. It's just, uh, it's insane. Um, therefore, I'm sorry about uh, Canada being mentioned in that negative context again. But um, in Ukraine, uh, this whole situation with this veteran in the parliament is already, of course, what under the bridge we have bad and good and all kinds of news uh, every day and tragedies that, uh, they, they, that cover things like this. Yeah. And we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that what Putin is doing through his invasion of Ukraine, is just fulfilling his ambition. And we can, if we if we follow his life a little bit, his biography, his interest is in recreating. Uh, he wants to recreate the Soviet Union, and uh, Ukraine was number one on his list. Absolutely, without Ukraine, this plan isn't possible. With Ukraine, it's almost the decided deal. So, who will stop? Putin, unless uh, Ukraine doesn't it, Moldova, Kazakhstan, uh, we see uh, that nobody in the West uh, is uh, really over eager to stop Putin in his uh, plans. And they are openly discussing Alaska. They are openly discussing 
um, you know, uh, taking territory away, occupying the uh, part of Latvia, part of uh, Lithuania. And this is NATO members. And they are openly talking about that once, uh, not, not such a long time ago, Poland was Russian. So uh, shouldn't we uh, do something about that too? Um, it just, uh, Ukraine is indeed uh, one uh, big force, thank God, backed by the decent people and nations in the world in the, in the, in the way of this madness. Yeah, and the Russian economy is on war footing, isn't it? They're, uh, they're man manufacturing war equipment, they're, you know, their armaments, their, um, their tanks, uh, and, and they're getting material, war material from North Korea and, uh, and Iran and other, uh, China perhaps, and other countries that are at least see opportunity, even if they're not big admirers of Putin directly, they see opportunity here. Yeah, they, uh, the axis of evil is working 24-7. Uh, their armaments are not uh, maybe very precise, although these Iranian drones are improving, unfortunately, uh, as the war goes on. And right now uh, we see that, uh, unfortunately, Ukrainian army is shooting uh, uh, less Iranian drones than, for instance, a year ago because, because they have been improving uh, and so they, they have been learning from uh, their vulnerabilities uh, uh, as uh, time went by. Um, and uh, Russia itself is a big country. Uh, as I understand, um, they are um, producing more uh, shells and more uh, all kinds of uh, military equipment uh, because they work uh, again 24 7. But it's not because they're building new factories like during the World War II. Uh, they can't, they don't have the capability to do that. Um, so that's at least uh, that. Their economy is not at that in that big shape, there is great shape. There are some economists in Russia who are saying um, Putin is praying to, uh, uh, that, that, that uh, the West, uh, to, to wait with the West out and Ukraine out in 24, 25, because after that, he's out of money. So mm -hmm. that's that's uh, not uh, very rosy for him either. Uh, Alexander, in, a, in about uh, a minute and a half, uh, how enduring is this interview with Putin going to be? And do you think it heralds a beginning of Putin trying to increasingly now, he'll try to reach out to the rest of the world with this story? Well, uh, Putin, this interview, most the significance of this interview is that it showed that Russia is run by a person, but by a man who doesn't think straight, who lives in the past, who thinks that because Ukraine was once Russia, he can occupy Ukraine, he can destroy Ukraine, he can kill hundreds of thousands of people. And as long as this guy is at the power in the, uh, in the Kremlin, uh, nobody is safe, not only Ukraine, Europe, America, whatever. He is a problem. We have Russia problem, no matter. But first of all, we have Putin problem. And thank God for uh, Putin's uh, arrogance, uh, basically uh, showing this. Uh, the more such interviews he gives, the better for uh, Ukraine and for truth. Okay. Final question for you. How, how's the, uh, how are you doing militarily fighting the Russians? Um, your president sacked 
the uh, the commander of the Ukrainian military uh, last week. How, how are you doing? Well, the commander was immensely popular, still is, uh, General Zaluzhny. Uh, on the one hand, on the other hand, uh, uh, there haven't been there have been disagreements between political and military uh, leadership. I think these disagreements were rooting, among other things, in the fact that we one of our biggest uh, partners. Uh, uh, decided to take some time off in, you know, supporting Ukraine. And all of a sudden, we had these huge deficiencies in this and that. So uh, now there is a new guy uh, who is ethnic Russian, whose whole family lives uh, in Russia. But he is an absolutely dedicated Ukrainian soldier. And uh, he will have to make his, him a good name, too. Uh, people say uh, both good and bad things about him, but uh, he definitely deserves the benefit, the benefit of the doubt. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 